0: Welcome to the Godless Revolution. I am Dan and this is episode ninety-five. You
1: yeah. got it right.
0: I did get it right, you but did. I didn't let you guys say who no. you were.
2: <laughs> they know us. Well, no, okay. I mean to be fair, you did let us, and I took the
1: opportunity to go. <laughs> True. So Matt, so Matt
2: fucked it up again.
0: Who are
1: you guys? I'm uh, here. I'm Ryan. Gary. I'm Ryan. Gary. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and did you say we- Gary? We or got did I Gary just hear Herbert? Gary. <laughs> no, I did not say Gary, Gary, but that works because he meows too. My we, name is Gary. We got Gary Herbert in the studio tonight. <laughs> Fuck that thanking guy. Thanking us for his donation.
0: Gary. Yeah.
3: He's
0: he's going to be making a sizable donation to Planned Parenthood. Yes, he is. Courtesy it's, of Atheists of Utah, oh, the gala that we had over the weekend. Fleet kind of him. It was a very fun time. Yeah. Uh we had a lot of really excellent items in the silent auction. I walked away with the collection of Hitchens essays and a signature card from him with a date on it. So, Peter Hitchens. I actually have a Christopher Hitchens. Oh, oh fuck okay. Peter. So, I have a signed, uh, little card from Christopher Hitchens with the book, which is nice. I didn't previously have anything signed from him, and yeah. it's cool because you can't get anything no. signed anymore. Right. So, I won that. There was a lot of really cool stuff, tons of art from local artists. Um, I also picked up the painting from uh, Stan Trujillo, which was awesome. I'll have to show it to you guys when we go back yeah. upstairs. We had an aerial acrobatic performance by Jesse Rhodes that was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, they came in and set up this whole big rigging thing with the hoop, and yeah. she did some really cool shit, man. Uh, had... A string quartet play for a while. A great DJ. The food was fantastic, catered by Le Croissant. La
1: Croissant, Le Croissant. <laughs> if I can't pronounce it, it's got to be good food.
4: <laughs>
0: it was really good. Yeah, I think a good time was had by all. the The location was gorgeous, and people kept coming up to me and thanking me for doing all this. And I'm like, "Don't thank me, man. Yeah. I had absolutely nothing to do yeah. with this. Like, I donated some things to the silent auction, but..." You know, Felicia, Sarah, and Jenny are the ones who had set all of this up, and they did a fantastic job. It was, I think, the best gala we've had so far. Grant made an excellent cake. Ooh. It was delicious. I didn't know the dragon could cook. Oh, yeah. He makes the cakes for the ah. gals. Yeah. He he does cake decorating. He's full of secret talents. In his, in his, as a hobby. Okay. He's made some really cool cakes. I'll have to show you pictures of the flying spaghetti monster cake ah. he made one year. That was, I think, my personal favorite. But, yeah, that was a great time. We had been forewarned that the Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control here in the state of Utah... Nazis. ...was was alerted to our party and that we were on their radar after uh, Felicia went on the Radio from Hell show on X96 and mentioned that we would be donating to Planned Parenthood in the name of Governor Herbert. Yeah,
1: they didn't find that too friendly.
0: They didn't cotton to that very much. Yeah. Boy, how to tell you what? They was a little upset and <laughs> said that we were now on their radar.
4: <laughs>
0: and I was like, yeah good. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Come at me, bro. Well, it's all legal. Yeah. It's that politicians trying to intimidate somebody with their awesome power. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck. fuck you. Come at me. If you want to try to squash me because I'm a little man who isn't in politics, I'm not the governor. I'm not on the... I'm not on the council or board or whatever the fuck for the DABC, then I would love to see you try that because I may not be part of the political system, but I have a pretty large voice, voice here locally, I think. And I would love to expose what an asshole and shithead you are. So please start something with me. That would be great.
2: Okay. <laughs> but fortunately, the, the policies espoused by Herbert and his cronies Gave way to a shooting in Salt Lake, and so the police couldn't be present for the AOU uh, event. So, yeah, know. this
0: is true. I was standing outside chatting to some people and saw, I think two. Uh, yeah, saw two uh, cruisers go flying by down the road. Saw a third one come flying by with lights and sirens, and then another another patrol car come just at really high speed through the parking lot across the street, and then whip his car out onto the road headed south and. You know, it, his car hit the pavement on the road and it's bouncing around. It was like a scene out of a movie. And, yeah, apparently there was a police shooting of a teenage boy downtown. And so there was a mini riot that broke out yeah. afterward with all of the uh, homeless so people there in the, the area. The police were well occupied. Yes, they had, they had other things to attend to. Yeah, they, the were, they were busy.
2: Murdering homeless children. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. One of the one of the stories I I saw said that uh three different local police departments responded. There were over a hundred police officers yeah. on scene. I yeah. believe <laughs> is what I is what I had read. So yeah, it was it was a big deal. Then they were busy and couldn't just hang out and harass us as much as they would have liked to. So.
1: so there must be a flying spaghetti monster.
0: There, oh, boy, there was someone really looking out for us <laughs> <Yeah>. that night. <laughs> or no. Sp- Unfortunately, they weren't looking out for a homeless teen who was shot by the police no. because well, he had the- a, bro- a
1: broomstick. Yeah. I don't think the teen was actually homeless. <sighs> no, I don't think his so. his parents were on the TV no. and they looked like they had a house. Yeah. <laughs> but he was
0: he was out and about downtown a- near the homeless shelter. Yeah.
1: And yeah. Well, it's grounds. Got, I mean- in a,
0: got in a fight and... The police told him to drop the broomstick, and he didn't, and so they
2: shot him because that's what you should do. Well, that's his fault. Yeah, that's totally his fault. Then shouldn't be carrying a broomstick. No, you should just. It, the The most important thing is compliance with police officers' orders all the doesn't, time. It doesn't matter what the laws are. That that's that's totally his fault. Yeah, he deserved to be murdered because <sighs> well, because he alive. he didn't listen. Oh, is yeah. he still alive? Yeah, he didn't die. Oh, well, then everything's fine.
1: He's in critical condition. No, I guess he's got taken out of critical oh, condition good. now. Good. I guess they said that uh they had him opened up in critical condition for a while because they wanted to make sure none of his bowels were were all of his bowels were sewing up back together again. Yeah. Oh they shot was, him in the stomach? Uh, yeah, I think it was twice shot- in the chest and once in the stomach, but it the, the, the sound oh, like Jesus. the more the more damage was done in the stomach, so they're said the thing that they had his bowels weren't leaking; everything was stitched back up. So they sewed him back together. But he's still right now in an induced coma with a tube in his neck for breathing.
0: So unlike Damph, even though this kid was shot three times, he won't be pooping out of his dick,
4: <laughs> which is a,
0: which is a good thing. Congratulations. No, I feel sorry for this kid, man. I, yeah. you know, he's out. Maybe he was in a fight. Well, apparently he was in a fight. Whatever, and. Just because he didn't drop a broomstick, the police decided to shoot him.
1: So. Not, not, not in defense of the cops, but from the most recent story I heard, it wasn't just him involved in it. There was three kids wailing on a homeless dude. Two oh, kids. they were wailing on a homeless dude? Yeah, they're, they're Ooh. beating a homeless dude up with those sticks, huh. those metal broomsticks that they're beating on a homeless guy. And hmm. apparently the first two kids dropped the broomsticks when the cops came and that kid went to continue to try to strike the homeless guy. And that's when they shot him. Yeah, that would that would be a the the kid definitely wasn't in the right what he was doing, but shooting him probably they probably could have used an escalation of force. They could have tackled him, they could have tased them, they could have pepper sprayed him. Exactly. Exactly. The problem I have is the 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 quick escalation of force that's being used. Mm -hmm, Exactly right. I was gonna say Not saying this kid was in the right. This kid was definitely in the wrong if he was truly actually whooping on a homeless dude with a fucking metal broomstick.
2: that would be the that would be the perfect time for non lethal weapons.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. If the kid had a gun and he was getting ready to shoot the homeless dude, you might need to jump straight to lethal force then. But with the broomstick,
2: sure. If you're trying to you, if you're trying to save a life, yes, yeah, yeah, sure. If that but. kid's
1: actively if that kid's trying to shoot that homeless guy, then mm-hmm. that's I'm like, yeah, cop. That kid's actively trying to kill someone, mm-hmm. and it looks like he's gonna pull the trigger. Go ahead and shoot.
2: Yeah, I always wonder why they don't just walk over. You know, like he's got a broomstick. Just fucking walk over to him. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if, even if I was unarmed, there, I, I would. That's what I would do. There I would was, walk over there and say, "Hey, what the fuck, dude? The, the mayor fuck the are you mayor, doing, the mayor, buddy?
1: the mayor did say there was body cam footage of it that she had seen it. That they are doing an investigation into it right now, but they can't say any more about it until the investigation is over with. Is this Piscopsky? Yeah. Sure. yeah. Hmm. So hopefully she will do the right thing.
2: Yeah, once they get the editing done and stuff, they'll be sure to release that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping she does a better job than the last the mayor. Yeah, I mayor, and I mean, who
2: knows, who knows. But <laughs> interesting, we'll
1: have to see how that all G- give her out. a chance. She's going to have to prove herself really quick with this one.
0: So, on last week's episode, when we covered the debate, we talked about Ben Carson's low numbers, John Kasich's low numbers, and I made the not entirely or really not at all outlandish prediction that Ben Carson would be dropping out of the race. And lo and behold, he did. Yesterday was Super Tuesday. Ben Carson had a terrible, oh, terrible, yeah. awful showing. I I, I think
1: there was more votes on the Democratic voting for nobody versus what Ben Carson got.
0: <laughs> and Ben Carson has now dropped out of the race, which is really funny in retrospect when we take a moment to reflect on some of the things that Ben Carson has said about his presidential candidacy in the Shall past.
2: Shall we have a look back? Yes.
5: And uh, I bought an organ. I was going to learn how to play the organ and read all those books you never read and see all those movies and not have to set the alarm clock. Uh, But, you know, sometimes the Lord has a plan that's different for us. And, you know, after the prayer breakfast, a lot of people started clamoring for me to run for president, which I thought was kind of a ridiculous thing. And I said, that'll all die down, so just ignore it. But it never did, and it just kept building. And pretty soon I was getting a box every week with 5,000 petitions in it. Pretty soon I had a whole room full of these boxes. And uh, people saying, you have to do this, you have to do that for us. And, you know, the draft movement built, and I finally said, Lord, um, I don't particularly want to do this, this is not on my bucket list, but if you want me to do it, you open the doors and I'll walk through them. And if you close the doors, I'll sit down. And the doors began flying open, much to the consternation of all the professional class and all the pundits who said, It's impossible. You can't possibly put together a national organization as a political neophyte. You don't know any of the people. There's no money. You can't do it. It's impossible. Forget about it. And yet, you see, it's happening. And they don't understand (laughs) the power of God. Oh man, (laughs) I guess God wasn't that powerful. So how
2: many now? So Carson, Perry, Walker, Santorum. Oh. Huckabee, how many how many failed presidential attempts were called of God this year? <laughs> All
1: of them, besides the Democrats. And we got
2: Cruz and Rubio.
1: God's a dick. He's like, I really just want you to go
0: out and spend a whole lot of money and <laughs> yeah. embarrass
1: yourself. Yeah, go ah. fuck go fuck around. <laughs> it's yeah. God's comedy hour.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you know the thing is, they should already know that that's his character. He had the Jews walking around for forty fucking True. years. <laughs> As a, as a, what I can as
0: only assume is a joke. So he said this on October twentieth, twenty fifteen, uh, back when he had he had kind of hit his stride and was leading in in a lot of the national polls, and I guess got a little cocky. He flew too close to the sun.
1: Fuck you, Icarus. decided Ooh, decided
0: that he was going to come out and say that God was behind his candidacy. <laughs> God opened the door. And so he got up instead of sitting the fuck down and shutting up. <laughs> well, now he's sitting the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, now he's sitting the fuck yeah. down.
2: <laughs> and he doesn't have to set his alarm clock for shit.
0: <laughs> if- so at the debate tomorrow, he will not be participating. Nope. It will just be Trump, Cruz, Rubio, and Kasich.
2: Mm-hmm. And he won't really say anything. I and mean,
0: Kasich, Kasich is going to drop out soon, yeah. too, because he stands absolutely no chance at all of winning.
1: For- at this point, I don't know why he hasn't dropped out. Yeah, right now he only had decent numbers in like one state.
0: I mean, really, for him to stay in the race is just who hub- is just hubris. You know, he's mm-hmm. he doesn't have any chance of winning, and he's actively harming anybody who would who's running in opposition to Trump. Yeah, and right? I'm
1: fairly certain the party's calling for him to 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 bow out.
0: The party's calling for everybody Rubio but two to, people to drop yeah, out.
1: Yeah, they're calling yeah. for Rubio to drop out too. But
0: that's the shitty thing, right? Like they're calling for Rubio to drop out. Who. Of the four people on there, aside from Kasich, because he's just done. Uh, of but I mean, if you look the at
2: three possibly legitimate candidates. Yeah, he's
0: yeah. he's not the one. That's the scariest. Who's, uh, the, who's the most. He's the least terrifying of the three, yeah. I guess? Yeah,
2: maybe. Only because he doesn't go to work.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what I fucking do when he. <laughs> I, I expect his track record to stay the same. Yeah.
0: What I. So for a long time, I was like, oh, you know, Rubio's going to be the guy. He's going to be the one who yeah. ultimately will emerge. And then he started trying to fucking be mr theocrat yeah he he
2: was he was he was copying cruz who was in second place and i was like which is weird like why do you fight for second i was
0: like dude you're just you're you're not helping yourself at all here you're just pandering and anybody who doesn't see through that isn't isn't worth you know having you support them in the first place because they're going to be so dumb that nobody's going to take anything they say as being anything legitimate, so well, then this
1: last week he started doing the, he started playing the low blow game, going, "Well, Trump's got small hands. Look at his nice, big, <laughs> look at his nice orange tan."
0: Oh God! I was going to play for you guys, and maybe we'll do it during the break. The the excellent takedown uh, that John Oliver did of oh, Donald Trump.
1: Fuck, it's awesome
0: because Matt said that he hadn't seen it yet. I have and not I just, seen it. It's it's like twenty minutes long. I don't yeah. know if you guys want to do it on the show or not, but maybe I'll just include a link. Uh, to it in the show notes, but it was brilliant. Yeah. It was amazing, terrific. It was winning. It was, <laughs> it was, you, it was, it won so much. You just couldn't believe it. You, you would mm-hmm. never believe how much that was winning. Even if you've seen it, you couldn't believe it.
1: <laughs> That's a whole, I do, I don't do a good Trump.
0: It was, it was really, <laughs> really hard.
1: Good. Yeah. It was a very, very good takedown of Donald Trump. We, we, we do have one funny one we can play on here right now if you want to. What's that? Ted Cruz bad lip reading. The Cruzinator. It's fucking funny. It's fucking funny. The Cruzinator with his bad lip readings. It's. I gotta say, even though you can't see it, just listening to it, this is like the best bad lip reading I have seen so far. <laughs> these guys. These guys were on their game with this one. It's time
0: for a new kind of leader.
6: I'd like to stick garden gnomes in this building. Yeah, I guess you would. Yeah. Oh, hi, death will find you soon. Not sure you'll be remembered. You're the devil. A little boy has like a thousand freckles and everybody's all, ooh, like there's goobers on his bod. I'm done listening. <laughs> you know, Ted's always kind of freaky. He, he eats hair, human hair. He's the first one to say, let's go out and eat hair. It's wonderful now and again. (laughs) See? Hair. (laughs) If there's one thing our country doesn't need more of, it's goose diarrhea. I heard you got orange rugs here. That's a lot.
4: (laughs) Hey, could you cut me a rug here?
6: A rug? Yeah, an orange one. Mm, No, we don't make them. I know. This one's a classic. Jordan the centipede taught me a card trick. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You got happy cheer. Ooh, look. I went down to the summer camp and took a can of gasoline. don't light the cabins on fire. I wish I couldn't, but it's too late. Doesn't that mean you go to jail? No, because I ran away. You know what? I just love to twerk. Holla, 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 holla. holla. I've been testing out some new campaign slogans that are a little less obvious. I need a bogle for the glotch. Stop volution. Your face isn't my face. That old man just took your spork. If you want boyfriend time, then you must be a girlfriend. I hate pervy records. (laughs) Ha! Frank! Hmm, I wanna use that. (laughs) I made a hole and then barfed on the beach. (laughs) I made a hole and then barfed on the beach. I made a hole and then barfed on the beach. This great nation's like a a pork pie. Juicy America. (laughs) Gabe? Hey, who hates cigarettes? I do. Hooray for you. you know, originally, Heidi wanted to marry a different fella. She wanted Herbert Spinecki. Yeah, he was into football. Herbert was beautiful. I mean, he was just always very open and sensuous with me, you know? Like on the weekend, he'd bring <laughs> fruit and lay by the fire with me and tell me I looked like a French model. What? Why'd you even tell them that? He's still a really close friend, the Spinaki yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. He's in the kitchen right now. Wait, he's here? Mm-hmm. Is he? Mm-hmm. What does this mean? Uh, 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 yeah, whatever. At least I know she's mine. I don't want to ask her the baby daddy. I know it's him. <laughs> I need a bogle for the glotch. Don't, uh, don't make us kiss now.
2: That, that is oh, really amazing. That's, that's going to be the best. I think so. I think that's my favorite one I have that's ever so heard. fucking amazing. It's perfect. <laughs> it, that's exactly how I picture Ted Cruz anyway. That was beautiful everyone, everyone should go look that up That's hilarious. Thank you for saying, I'll be sure to put that I, In the show
0: notes also That was fucking amazing I, I, I really hope That becomes his new Campaign slogan <laughs> Well with that Let's take a quick Little break here And on the other side We'll be back with Some news that Matthew has brought to us Machu
1: Motherfucking news Alright hmm.
6: Please stand by The Godless Revolution Will continue in a moment y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm gonna learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff. And teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So, y'all give me a listen, would ya? Thank you rejoining the godless revolution podcast now
0: and we're back we are yes where'd we go it is now well (laughs) (laughs) i went to the bathroom Matt went to
2: the bathroom oh we watched a half an hour of youtube
0: ryan ryan did his typical camel who never has to drink or go to the bathroom
1: (laughs) well i've had two beers Uh,
2: but Matt has some news for us. I do have some news for us.
4: <laughs>
2: Pope Francis assailed Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump. Trump's views on U.S. immigration as not Christian last Thursday, prompting the billionaire businessman to refer to the religious leader's comment as disgraceful for questioning the faith he's held all these many months. Mm. (laughs) Trump, the longtime GOP frontrunner in national opinion polls, has been at the center of many controversies. Most notably, one over his vow as president to build a wall between the United States and Mexico to keep out illegal immigrants, despite objections from Mexican officials who say they don't mind at all if Americans come to their country. (laughs) A person who thinks only about building walls wherever they may be and not building bridges is not Christian, said the Pope in conversation after leaving Mexico on a flight back to the Vatican, which is nestled outside of Rome, Italy, and is surrounded by massive concrete walls with no bridge access. Hmm. Trump, a real estate developer and former reality TV star, said if and when the Vatican is attacked by ISIS, which, as everyone knows, is ISIS's ultimate trophy, I can promise you that the pope would only have wished and prayed that Donald Trump would have been president, he said in an example of a third person speech in South Carolina.
0: He likes to do that. Talk to him. Talk Uh about himself in the third person.
2: Yeah. Uh, For a religious leader to question a person's faith is disgraceful. I'm proud to be a Christian. And as president, I will not allow Christianity to be co- consistently attacked and weakened, said Trump, while doing his best impression of kung fu pander. <laughs> uh, no leader, especially a religious leader, should have the right to question an- another man's religious religion or faith.
0: Trump Everybody said, should have that right.
2: <laughs> yep. Without realizing he'd missed an opportunity to display his faith by quoting a very popular judge not lest ye be judged verse.
0: Because uh, he knows shit about the Bible. Exactly.
2: Trump has also said he would deport millions of illegal immigrants if he wins the party's nomination and and the November 8th election. Uh, last week, responding to the Pope's plan to visit the U.S.-Mexican border, and without irony, he said the, that Pope Francis did not understand the Mexican border issues. The Pope is a very political person. I think he doesn't understand the problems our country has. I don't think he understands the danger of the open border we have with Mexico, he said. The Pope replied, quote, the reason I'm flying straight home is because I couldn't get through all of that open border security with my accent. <laughs> <laughs> Asked about being called a political person, Francis said on Thursday, thank God, he said that I was a, politi- a politician because Aristotle defined the human person as animal politicus. So at least I am a human person, unlike all those horse animals.
0: Hmm. He's just such a disingenuous prick about everything. Oh, yeah
2: both of which one both of those guys well <laughs> true
0: yeah I was referring to Donald specifically but yeah they're both well I, I think Donald's, completely self unaware
1: Donald's gonna need to get started on that wall by Canada first because there's been a 350 percent spike in people searching how to get a Canadian citizenship
0: oh really yes <laughs> I'm guessing those are primarily United States citizens
1: yes they're United States citizens so in the u.s in the past couple of days the spike there's been th- the, the spiked three hundred and fifty percent for people looking at how to become a Canadian citizen from the U.S. Huh? Imagine that. So if he wants to keep his blue collared, liberal workforce here, his educated teachers, he doesn't his doctors, care. I mean, he wants to get rid of the, the Department of Education. Yeah, true. He would probably rather hire a monkey to sit in there and do math. <sighs> His son, yeah. <laughs> Ted, no, the monkey just Cruz? the monkey's just gonna throw poo at the wall. He's like, I threw three poos at the wall, two stuck. How many are on the wall? That's that's monkey man. Four <laughs> banana. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Banana's the right answer. Fire truck. <laughs> uh, no, he doesn't know. It's well, and he keeps saying he's gonna raise the height of the wall.
0: Oh God! During the debate, oh, yeah. yeah. When when well, they that, now about- now it's twenty feet higher. Incente Fox saying yeah. that mm-hmm. Mexico's not going to do it and fuck Donald Trump.
1: The, the thing I don't get is most people sneak through checkpoints. The Rio Grande is a large crossing area, but it's been tightened up. So they've turned to the tunnels and they're taking a cue from the Cubans and getting a fucking boat. So unless you can stop the access of them digging underneath the ground, going around the border itself and going, taking the water route, how the fuck is, what's, your, what's your wall going to do? majority of the people that get into this country do not jump the border. And for what point, too? I mean – They're doing a tighten-up on the walls. Uh, I mean, what it's, what it's going to do is it's going to prevent all those workers in the in the U.S. that are illegal trying to get the fuck home because they can't find a job anymore and there's more jobs in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if I'm not mistaken, we've had a record number of people leaving the country that were illegals because it's harder for them to work here because of
0: – Well, we have a zero net immigration yeah. right now because people are
1: leaving. Yeah. Hmm. Or the fact that most illegal immigrants come via like j f k well and and a big We're part not of- all from Mexico a lot of them are european immigrants, Japanese immigrants that come here on a visa and just mm-hmm. don't fucking leave
2: well and a a big part of it too is that because of republican policies and uh tax loopholes tax tax cuts for corporations and and the ultra ultra wealthy that they've just been moving their shit overseas anyway yeah. to get free to get cheaper labor and including places like mexico so now. If you if you if you're going to be a low class citizen in in Mexico with a labor job or a low class citizen in the US with a labor job it's really not different.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, well it, it is it is different in that if you're in Mexico as a Mexican with a low pay labor job at least you won't be shit on, well yeah, by all of the yeah. by all of the asshole Americans. And and you're with your family. Yeah. And right. you have- but what I'm
2: saying is it's balanced it's balanced out because of Republicans pol- Republican policies overall so that you know, it's not that desirable to come to this country anymore, anyway.
1: But I, I got into a slight argument with the guy at work yesterday, no, the day before, who was saying the reason why he's going for Trump is because Trump's a negotiator and will be able to negotiate with China mm-hmm. and get them to stop devaluing their dollar and will get uh, American money back into the country.
2: Yeah, because they respect and Trump I'm like, so much.
1: What the how? What? Why would China make their money worth more so they can make less? What benefit do they have to doing that? And how does, and how does Trump have anything to do with that? He does. Well, he would, I mean, you can negotiate with countries for trades and all those other deals, but it's not going to be him. It's going to be the ambassadors doing that shit, doing most of the talking. Sure. But he said, oh, well, Trump's going to get them to, uh, you know, he's going to negotiate with them. It's like, why the fuck would another country want to change what they're doing when they're doing pretty fucking good right now by, well, and why would they negotiate with Trump? Yeah. yeah. Who just,
0: you know, automatically and systemically says that they're all pieces of shit. Yeah, right. And, and that they'll do whatever he wants. I would say, I would, I would act exactly
1: opposite of yeah, however exactly. he
0: wanted, just, just out of disdain for the way he treats me to, or, to, or other mean, people. I mean,
2: to prove he
1: does not control you. Yeah. 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 Well, we've already seen countries lose confidence in the U.S. purely because Trump is fucking leading the Republican Party. Yep. I've lost
0: confidence in the U.S.
1: because Yeah, of exactly. That. Yeah, I made a post on. Well in fact we've been
2: talking with that those that podcast in London and yes. those guys had to go back and check our previous episodes before they would do anything with us to make sure we weren't Trump supporters. (laughs) And that was the main criteria.
1: And we we will be doing a bonus episode with these two skeptical chaps. Indeed, we will. Here coming up in a week or so. And I think that's going to be one of our topics of discussion, just seeing how they feel of what American politics and the the nature of it overseas is. I think think that's going to be one of our uh, talking points. I think they're
2: probably more scared than we are about it. I
0: I look forward to that. I I haven't chatted with the two skeptical chaps but I've been listening to a few of their episodes mm-hmm. and yeah they seem like very nice chaps yeah, as well they, as skeptical they chaps they
2: do seem very that's a, it's a lot more low key show than i make this one <laughs> 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 but but they're they're they they seem to be very good well
0: going back to losing confidence in the united states i made a post on facebook earlier today or yesterday and it was as i was watching the The results Uh, from voting roll in from Super Tuesday. And I said that there needs to be a new word to describe the feeling I'm having as I watch the primary results roll in. The new word has to be equal parts schadenfreude at seeing Donald Mm -hmm. Trump and Cruz top the delegates one list, thereby exposing the ignorance of the Republican voting bloc and abject horror for the same reason. Right. Maybe and Freud. (laughs) and Freud. (laughs)
1: The the funny thing is, is I commented on there Uh with the word "dumb fuckery," Uh and my phone didn't even try to correct it. (laughs) Either my phone gets me clearly.
0: He's talking about the Republican candidate, or
1: it's a real word. It's not a real word. (laughs) No, but why didn't my phone try? It tried to autocorrect "dumb." Have you you written "dumb fuckery" in your phone before? I have said it many times. My phone's probably heard me say it, but I don't think I've ever typed out "dumb fuckery."
7: Hallelujah. Holy
0: I saw a video earlier today of a little prayer circle for Donald Trump and Oh, that had, was funny. Oh my god, it had it had a bunch of different religious leaders in there. I yeah. I can't even think of any of them off the top well, of, like of I my see head. see a Jewish
1: man there just cuz
0: they're I've seen the, uh, I've seen all of them on Fox yeah. at one time or another. <laughs> the, the part that you mentioned the Jewish guy, the part that I yeah. thought was really weird is he, he mentioned Yeshua and, and didn't, and said in Jesus name. And I'm like, wait, this guy is Jewish. I don't, I don't understand this at all. Is he I one of the they trying to make Jews for Jesus? All
2: inclusive. One of the kosher Christians.
0: Well, and they, it was like this little round table thing where yeah. they kept, you know, one person would finish their little prayer and another person would instantly jump in with mm-hmm. their own version of, you know, God. God save the Trumpish <laughs> but it, it Trump just looked like like okay uh when the and when the, the Jewish guy, guy
1: <laughs> when the
0: Jewish guy started his prayer he reached across like at least one other person to like put his hand over Trump's face mm-hmm. and it was it was just this really awkward weird thing <laughs> where he's doing like this this alien cage thing over Donald Trump's face as he's saying this prayer and then he mentioned jesus and i was like i don't, yeah. I don't understand anything that's going on right now hmm. well this he had is to, so confusing to he me he had to
1: put his hand over his face so his soul wouldn't fall out oh
0: it was very strange though i didn't understand it at all uh the next hmm. bit of news that we've got i pulled from mr jt eberhard yeah. and this is surprise surprise More fuckery pennsylvania attorney general hundreds of kids abused in altoona johnston diocese hmm. Uh, Apparently, a statewide investigating grand jury has determined that hundreds of children were sexually abused over a period of at least 40 years by priests or religious leaders assigned to the Roman Catholic Diocese of Altoona-Johnston, Pennsylvania Attorney General Kathleen G. Kane's office announced today. The widespread abuse involved at least 50 priests or religious leaders. Evidence and testimony reviewed by the grand jury also revealed a troubling history of superiors within the diocese taking action to conceal the child abuse as part of an effort to protect the institution's image. The grand jury, in a 147-page report made public today, stressed that this conduct endangered thousands of children and allowed proven child predators to abuse additional victims.
2: Hmm. You know, because they like to just shuffle that shit (laughs) around. Yeah, it's pretty standard stuff nowadays.
0: Quote, the heinous crimes these children endured are absolutely unconscionable, said Kane, who addressed the media this morning at a news conference at the Blair County Convention Center. These predators desecrated a sacred trust and preyed upon their victims in the very places where they should have felt most safe. Just as troubling is the cover-up perpetrated by clergy leaders that allowed this abuse to continue for decades, Kane added, they failed in our society's most important task of protecting our children. Yep. Quote. And you know
2: what? That's the that's one of the easiest ones. Yeah. Not not, ju- th- not just the most important, but it's one of the easiest ones. Don't fuck the kids. That the well the yeah thing that that should be like
0: that that should be that that should just go unspoken, right? That shouldn't yeah. be a thing that you even have to address.
2: No, you know what? It's it's worse than that because you're violating your own. There, There's it seems to me that there's well, maybe I maybe I can't speak for everybody, but I mean, at least within me, when I see strange children, you know, ones they're who, all strange. Well, well yeah, <laughs> ones ones I'm Some not familiar with, are kid, kids, kids who I don't know to whom they belong. If they seem like they're struggling or having a problem, I have an immediate response reaction like, oh, fuck, I could help that kid. I could do something that, you know, it's a fucking kid. Don't fuck the fucking kid. It's easy. It seems like you have to violate a whole number of internal. Yeah, your first response
0: isn't to begin contemplating how you can take advantage of
1: your position of power over this child in order to fuck them. Right. But I think the problem, the most disgusting thing is not the problem that fucking happened in the first place. It's the fact that instead of. Sending this person to jail or kicking them out of the fucking church, you allow them to move and keep allowing oh, yeah, all the yeah. other preachers and sure. priests and your clergy know. Hey, if I fuck little boys, they're just going to ship me to another state. I'm not going to get in trouble for this. Yeah, yeah. They'll just ship me to a whole fresh pool of victims, pretty much. Knowing I am not going, I'm not going to be legally held liable if I fuck a kid. So, is it me or does it seem like
2: the amount of child molestation within? The Catholic Church or churches, general, generally, is so much higher than the general population. Yes, is it is that true, or is it just that? I think it is
0: true because they're put in a position of power over these over these poor, unfortunate kids who are looking for help from somebody, and these predators use that as an avenue to to express their sick desires and and take advantage of these poor kids. But
1: I I I would would say that by by the number. There's probably more people in this world molested by family members, but by the amount of people that the person molests, the molester is able to get their hands on. I would say clergy are able to molest more people as a whole because versus, they're a trusted figure. Because they're a trusted figure and they're in contact. Surely with more people God that are, wouldn't allow this to happen. That are, that are handed over to them to watch. This and, is this is
0: one of God's spokespeople here on yeah, Earth. He's and, not he's not a bad guy clearly. And most you hear that shit all
1: the time. Yeah. Oh, he's a good Christian man. He's a good Mormon oh, yeah. man. He's a good Catholic man. And statistically, most. Children that are molested or raped are raped by a person they know. Well, yeah, sure. Which includes clergy. Sure, it's, it's it's pretty. I mean, I, it's but not I mean, like they just showed up and the clergy raped them. Usually, well, they bait them in. They 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 make them feel comfortable. They play games. Well, And the with biggest them. thing
0: is that they're they're put in a position of power and authority over these kids. Well, but that's, they're they're taught from an early age that this person is God's mouthpiece here on earth. Well, they're a good person. Whatever they do is good because of their position. Yeah. Well, and then parents leave their kids with these with these yeah. kitty fuckers thinking that they're good people and would never do this. And so, and hopefully they've
2: they're starting to learn their lesson there. Yeah, I'll accept your second point that because they're hearing it the whole lives from their parents that this is a good person and whatever. The first point about being in a position of power, you get that just by virtue of being an adult around yeah. a kid. You have yeah. that already. So yeah, uh, it's but it's, but
0: mean, it's, it's that it's extra level of authority, yeah. yeah.
1: But, the, but that's the, but that's added on by what the parents are saying I think yeah. yeah. The way the most of these people go about it is pretty fucked up too cuz they they condition the kids and I've been reading a lot of stories lately about this. Uh-huh. And in one of the stories the church leader was telling was made up his own game of D&D, his own Dungeons and Dragons role-play game and he would get kids over to play it and they would start the I guess it started off as the board game, they started acting it out as people and then it got to a point where the preacher was a dragon and they had to slay the dragon. And the only way to slay the dragon was to uh, cut off the dragon's penis and, and then uh, eat it. What? So he was making the kids suck his dick. Should have just made him cut it off. Yeah. True. And then eat it. But the, the kids were playing along and sucking, well, the, sure. sucking his dick. And that God, was, that was his, horrible. his method. He got them over to play games, play Dungeons and Dragons and get him over there and you'd molest him.
0: Were they drinking Jesus juice? Also?
1: Uh, they, it didn't mention anything about him actually providing any alcohol or any drinks. To Only them, through the flesh colored straw, pretty much. But it gets to that point. They they condition them. It's th- it's not just they go in and molest them because they, they're fucking predators. Yeah, yeah. They 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 get them to feel comfortable. Like oh, this is fine. They condition the kid to feel like what you're doing is okay. Then afterwards, they make him feel ashamed about it and like hey, you can't talk about this. And then the It's a fucked up cycle. They, they are professional rapists. But it just Mm. seems to me there's a higher percentage. That's why I, I, I don't think that might, the, the percentage, the number of people they molest is probably a higher percentage. But I'd have to say on a whole of, if you added up all the people in the whole U.S. that get molested or abused, I don't think the higher percentage would have to lie. Just, just out of sheer numbers of people that get molested by a father or an uncle or a family member. That's why I say
2: percentage, not total number. I'm saying you take 100 clergy, how many, what percentage oh, of just, those just, guys just out of the cl- are fucking assholes versus all the fathers, Okay, well, we're, we're, what percentage of them are kitty fuckers? We're just taking a percentage of a clergy members, per- a high percentage inside the clergy. Yeah. Okay. No, I think I think it seems to me, from the stories I've seen, it's a higher percentage of clergy as opposed to the general population that I'd, are
1: fucking rapists. I don't think so. I think it's, that would be pretty hard to do. I need to see the numbers, because I don't believe well, that, I mean, that they're I, not. If you're just going off of sheer numbers, if you got like eight- Fucking billion people no, in the not US. Numbers, no, no, Not total numbers,
0: percentage. Not total numbers. So, so if you look at, okay, there of are there that's are, what, there are what, ten thousand people who are clergy people. Yeah, right. And of that ten thousand, X percent,
2: one thousand children. Yeah, 10 yeah, Versus
0: versus the the number of people who are not clergy, who are whatever, and then X percent of them fuck children. Yeah, that that that, the that, that percentage. I, I'm still the going percentage of those, I think, of clergy. Versus just lay people would be higher number of of those people taking advantage of their position. That's what it seems. In like to order me. to
1: rape children, I, I I still think that the number of lay people that molest pe- children are probably just because there's the number, more, sure,
0: not the percentage. I think.
2: Well,
1: percentage in the population, yeah, of course. Then, okay, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, I'm, but I, I was, I'm trying to think of the whole thing as a whole. Like, if you take the whole percentage of, like, well, lay and clergy together, there's got to be a higher percentage of lay people versus clergy. You of just course. No, well, you're talking but, just raw numbers, not yeah. percentage. Yeah, yeah that's yeah.
2: why I didn't do it that way, because that's yeah. obvious. Because yeah. there's such a small percentage of people who are clergy.
1: In general, yeah. Yeah, that's, why, that's where I thought we were
2: kind of – I'm like, how – No. I just, yeah. I just mean of clergy the percentage. No, when, yeah, men. when you
0: split them into into groups of these people yeah. are non-clergy, these people are clergy. What percentage of the non-clergy rapes people versus the percentage of clergy who rapes people?
1: Right. I guess it. Well, it would have to be higher because there's fewer clergy though too. Well, that kind of skews the numbers a little bit. No, no it, it doesn't skew. No, them. no, no. I'm just. You're saying, not what? mathing <laughs> right. But okay, <laughs> if you got a hundred people in uh-huh. fifty rape, that's fifty percent. Yeah. Uh huh. If you got a million people and 50 rape, yeah, it's a lot smaller percentage, but it's the same amount of people. You're not mathing right again. hmm. Am I not we're thinking talk- about this right? No, it's, you're not. It's
2: the same number of people, sure. But I don't care about that. I mean, I do care about that, but I, I'm, I'm interested in finding out what percentage of clergy versus general population. That's where I thought we were talking. I think, I think clergy's higher. Yeah,
0: I would be. I, guess, I would be interested gonna, to see it. You're be, still look you're still looking at raw numbers versus percentage.
1: That's why percent. Okay.
0: The percentage of clergy members would be like, like if you look at the total number of of people who are yeah, in the clergy, yeah. versus, let's say fifty percent of them rape kids. Yeah. When you look at the general populace who are not members of the clergy, the percentage of people who rape kids would be twenty percent or well, that's It would be a lower I, percentage. I, 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 I get that. I'm Overall, just... the number of rapists is probably higher. Among the general populace, yeah. but
1: the percentage of that, people, if you split them into those groups, I think the, doing the, the clergy per- would vote. The be percentage higher. is still kind of a skewy number because. Why? Because a percentage is based off of a number of a whole in that group. If the number of the whole of one group is way larger than the number of a whole of another group. Well, well sure.
0: I mean, if we're looking at the number of rapist clergy who rape well, people, that would be a hundred percent. But that, well. <laughs> but, we're, <laughs> but we're talking about specifically people in positions of power over other people. Let me make, let me make, yeah. let, let me make uh, this yeah.
2: distinction. Maybe I, it'll help. I know you're very concerned about how many people are affected by this nasty, horrible crime. Yeah. I yeah. am too. But what I'm trying to figure out is, if the number of, if the percentage number is higher in clergy than it is in the general population, why? Why is that the case? You know what I mean? I, of course, I'm still concerned about the millions of people that are molested outside of the clergy as well. But, yeah, I, I, but just, I just, I just want to know side by side, percentage wise, if clergy is higher, why is that the case?
1: I just don't, I, 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 I still think I'm, in my brain, I'm still, we'll talk about it after the show. Because in my <laughs> head, I'm like, how am I wrong with, with my percentage thought on this? Because if you take it, percentage is based off of a, the total number in the population, correct? Well, no. we're, no, we're well, saying but, Yeah, you're taking the number of people in the clergy. Uh-huh. You're right. That's one number. Yes. Uh-huh. Then you're taking the lay people, people uh-huh. who are not clergy. Right. right. And you're separating them into two separate two groups. Two separate groups. Yeah. yeah. They're not considered each other. Right. So if one group has, say, there's 10,000 clergy in the U.S., uh-huh. that makes a percentage in there easier to be a lot higher number because there's Why would it be easier? No. Why would it be easier? Because it's a percentage of the people in there. It shouldn't, that, it shouldn't no, be any yeah. higher. Yeah, why, why would it be is, higher? But if it is,
2: you'd have to wonder, okay, why is this number higher than it is in the normal population?
0: Let's, let's, let's because disregard the clergy title. Let's disregard the clergy okay. title. Let's look at basketball players. Okay. And mm-hmm. how many basketball players rape children? Percentage wise, of people of people in the NBA, what percentage of NBA players rape children? Why um, would that percentage be any higher than the general populace in general? Then the than,
1: than the populace in general. I, I'm just going. I'm just going because if you take a large number, okay. I I don't know. Be- let me let me say it this way. Even you're if mathing you, wrong. I don't. Well, <laughs> I
2: think I'm. I understand how percentages work. Well, I mean, kind of. So, let me let me say it this <laughs> I don't way. I think you do. <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 say we take the United States because 400 million is a huge sample set. Yeah. Okay. So, we figure out that the number of people who commit these kinds of nasty crimes, let's say, is 10%. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if that's true. Let's just say it's 10%. That's our control. Okay. 10% is what we're going to consider quote normal, right? Then or we
0: take
1: abnormal as far as raping kids,
0: I, I guess I guess I
2: said quote
1: normal. I guess what I guess what I'm trying to think of this. If you have a smaller sample okay, group, I, I, don't worry. Oh, we'll you mean you that.
0: mean ten percent as as a normal number yeah. for let's, percentage let's,
1: of people let's who say, rape kids. Let's say
2: ten percent out of four hundred yeah. million is our control number. Yeah. Okay. And then you go to this clergy subset.
1: Yeah. And the number is thirty five percent. Yeah that's extremely high i guess i guess yeah. the way i'm taking this if you have a smaller that's number group it's, it's a lot the- easier for the numbers the percentage to be no, higher no it's
2: not so what we're talking about, we're talking about a 25 percent increase in clergy over our control. Well,
0: and I think I think maybe you're onto something here to to explain it a little better. So
1: I, I get I get so what you're
2: okay. I, I, don't I, I think I, you do. I will give you one more chance, and if we can't, let's move on. Okay.
0: <laughs> so so using Matt's example, let's say
2: there's... I understand that they should be similar. Let me finish. They should be exactly the same. If yeah. they're not, you got to wonder why. Yeah. So, so let's take Matt's example and say that of the
0: roughly 400 million people in the U.S., I think it's less than that, but mm-hmm. we'll go with, we'll go with 400 million. It is less, but let's, let's say that 10% of that number, so 40 million people rape yep. children. Yep. So then if you look at that 40 million people and then you say, how many of these 40 million people are in the clergy or out of the clergy? And you look at those numbers and you say, okay, of the 40 million, 35 million are not in clergy. Five million are in the clergy. So why why
1: why is the number of people in the and then you look at
0: uh, I I, word, I know yeah. where you're
1: going. It should be like hey, if it's if you take ten, one out of ten of those is this, and why in the clergy is three out of ten? And it this. shouldn't matter whether they're clergy or not. The
0: numbers should be the same. But when you look at it, Matt and I are of the opinion that perhaps if you look and see who is clergy versus who is not, the percentage of 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 rapists in the clergy community is higher than the oh, populace yeah. in general. A, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we we all agreed on
2: that over the river and through the woods. <laughs> we finally got Ryan to
1: Grandma's house. We we all agreed think, on that. I still to don't be, think we I, did. I know, but well, at least... we agreed on that to begin with. That if you just that in clergy that there's more rape going on in clergy. But I just I think it's hard to do. I I don't like it's percentage. No, easy. no it's I so know easy. I know you're saying it's easy, but I guess my brain is thinking differently about it right now. We'll talk about it later. Okay, <laughs> moving on. What else you got for us, Matt?
3: why do you think america is a christian nation? that was
0: the
1: creator of everything do
3: christian belief to be the foundation of our lives and
1: i believe god isn't done with america and that's the lord we know
2: uh washington yes. dc if shame is i'm the... going there in april no no for the reason
0: rally. no you're going there oh, not june. april june i'm excited oh, i was thinking <laughs> washington state <laughs> no yeah i'm i'm excited for the reason rally Johnny yeah. Depp will be
2: there. That's going to be yes. amazing. What? what? All right. Continue. If, if shame is the only real tool that President Barack Obama has to force the U.S. Senate to consider a Supreme Court nomination in his final year, let the shames begin. Ooh. Senate Majority Leader and part-time sad birthday clown impersonator Mitch McConnell <laughs> declared last weekend within hours of the news that Justice Scalia had died that the Senate would not even hold hearings on a replacement. Citing consistency as the reason for the decision, Senator McConnell expanded that thought. Consistency with what? He expanded that thought by adding, quote, this Senate has never called for a hearing or even a meeting to work out most the most significant decisions we faced during Mr. Obama's tenure. And we don't think this is the type of issue that can force us into action either.
0: Because nothing else can force them into
2: action, (laughs) clearly. Republicans certainly have the power to do nothing, and some GOP (laughs) insiders have speculated that in all of U.S. history, this Senate is the most powerful group at doing nothing that Washington has ever seen. It should be a new superhero. (laughs) The minority party Democrats are being forced into nearly Republican levels of, quote, productivity, since Senate rules won't allow them to do much of anything either. Even though the Constitution says that the Senate is supposed to offer the president advice and consent on nominations.
0: Yeah, that he's supposed to nominate them, and then they're supposed to vote. That's how this shit works. Yep.
2: Democrats are now forced to opt... Or it's supposed to work, anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, supposed to. What's worked historically. <laughs> yeah. hmm
2: Democrats are now forced to opt for the least favorable action for many American politicians. Make the case to the public. Oh, no! <laughs> and there are many ways to do that. Democrats have already started by launching verbal barrages at McConnell... Senate Minority Leader Harry Reid and Reid's likely successor, uh, Senator Chuck Schumer, both held events where they hammered the GOP leader for shirking his duties. I think my Republican counterpart McConnell has made a terrible mistake by saying that he's going to ignore the president, Reid told reporters in Nevada. McConnell will have to back down, they said. Senator McConnell didn't hide his confusion about the comments, saying, They want me to back down. But the point the minority leaders fail to realize is that I can't do less than the nothing I'm already doing. (laughs) From McConnell's perspective, Republicans may not have won the White House in recent elections, but uh, repeated attacks by Democrats over government shutdowns and Washington dysfunction haven't stopped the GOP from taking control of both chambers of Congress. They've managed that because Republican voters tend to be more motivated than Democrats – and vote in greater numbers in non-presidential election years. This phenomenon is called the republi where the GOP is simultaneously the most and least active party. republi This is one of the articles I wrote in my... Ah! (laughs) (laughs) The reality is that... We can cut that, right?
4: (laughs) No, it's
2: in. 10%. The reality is they've controlled Congress since 2010 while being as obstructionist as possible, said uh, Julian Zelizer. A congressional scholar, Princeton political, politics professor, and pinko Kami book. Politics, learned, politics professor, <laughs> politics professor.
1: He's a politics professor. That's what it is nowadays.
2: <laughs> he's also a pinko Kami book learn and elitist. Uh, Zelizer said the big question not wiping, whipping. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Also not touching. Not everybody is as fortunate (laughs) to be as dyslexic as me. (laughs) 10%. (laughs) Zelizer said the big question for McConnell is whether the majority... It's a good thing you were never religious because you wouldn't fucking be able to pay your tithing. I know. (laughs) (laughs) The big question for McConnell is whether the majority leader thinks other voters will punish his party. Uh, Not nationally in the White House contest, but in the Senate and House races. I think he's betting not, uh, Zelizer said. Activist groups on the left of the spectrum have begun online campaigns aimed at raising pressure on vulnerable Republicans, including petitions and phone campaigns. According to them, it's resonating, which is important since the Democrats have long been the experts in the area of drumming up support for change where it matters, away from the polls. Specializing in Facebook meme generating, clever tweets, and as always in college classrooms countrywide. Republicans have been left in the dust by these campaigns being relegated to only having a voice in the voting booth. Our organization and others have seen nearly unprecedented grassroots energy and public outcry as Republicans threaten to work against the Constitution and block any Supreme Court nominee, no matter how qualified, said Adam Green, a founder of the Progressive Change Campaign Committee. Regular people who live busy lives and haven't taken political action for months or years are reengaging at this moment, and we can show it, according to the latest online poll numbers. Most nominations Americans don't follow, but the Supreme Court is iconic, Zelizer said. If there are news stories over Obama not even being able to get his nominee to move forward, more Democratic voters will be angry and motivated to go straight to the nearest Wi-Fi accessible coffee shop.
1: (laughs) Ooh, Starbucks is going to get some business.
2: (laughs) The difficulty for Republicans, especially if a hardliner presidential candidate is at the top of the ticket, will be to convince their base that they are sufficiently anti-Obama, and then convince the rest of the voters they aren't wingnuts. However, this challenge can be somewhat mediated if the GOP nominates any of its many candidates towing the Tea Party line, who are known for their moderate views and willingness to compromise in bipartisan matters. It's going to be, it's going to be tied into an argument that this Republican Party is way too far to the right for the country, Zeldzer said. That's where McConnol, McConnol,
0: <laughs> McGonagall,
2: McGonagall, <laughs> that's where McConnell's, that That's where McConnell's bet might not work out as well as he thinks. There is some evidence that Republicans are not all comfortable with McConnell's stance on stalling the Scalia replacement. But a small growing number have said that the Senate should hold hearings, even if it doesn't ultimately approve a nominee. Uh, McConnell voiced his disagreement with the position, stating holding hearings with no intention to approve the nominee would require me to go against my character and personal beliefs by putting me in the position of having to do more than nothing while still getting the result of nothing that we want. It's a net loss for all of us. I truly believe we can achieve nothing without putting our necks out there.
0: Sure. <laughs> well, I mean, if if you're a Republican, you're gonna, your neck is going to be out there anyway. and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they... They, I'm, I'm tired of the obstructionism, the, the bullshit rhetoric of Obama is ruining the country when there's absolutely nothing to base that on, and, and just being general fucking shit as the Republican Party now laments having Donald Trump as their, as their, yeah, likely yeah. candidate, primary race candidate heading into the general election, but it's a monster of their own creation, yeah not only has has their rhetoric over the last 8 years led to this point but the the rules that they set up during the primary election season has almost guaranteed that somebody who is fucking nuts is going to run away with the election somebody who can appeal to the shitheads in their base because their base is full of fucking shitheads is almost guaranteed to be their nominee
1: right and and they keep calling to the past where underneath bush uh one of his his people he elected was blocked, but they keep ignoring. Yes, the first person he put up was blocked. The second person was accepted in his last year term. Mm-hmm. So, well, and the first are uh, you talking about Bush's first nominee? Uh, I can't remember what his uh, person's uh, name was. Alito? No, 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 it no, wasn't no, no. Lito. They didn't get in. The The female yeah. person oh. who was
0: not a judge, or I don't even think she was an attorney. and I Got fucking, blocked. We we talked about her, I think, a couple episodes back. But I hear and everybody going to that. She was well, awful. They, yeah.
1: they, they blocked her. Absolutely no qualifications whatsoever. The next person became a fucking Supreme Court judge. So he had someone elected in his last year term. Yep. Yeah. Everyone who has been a president who has had to elect someone in their last year has gotten it through. Yeah. Maybe with some scuffle and some arguing, but nobody's been told they can't put a fucking person through in their last year. It's not how fucking works. Mm -hmm. He can put someone in on his last fucking day. Senator Chuck Grassley, chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee,
2: initially stuck to McConnell's line uh, saying Saturday that his committee should wait until after the elections to hold hearings. But by Tuesday, he had softened his stance, saying, we'd wait to see who the nominee was before making the decision. He added... Don't let a shift in my words fool you. My actions are still consistent with the stagnancy of the party. Chuck Schumer concluded by saying grassroots voices are going to be the key in getting Senator McConnell to back off and let the Senate do its job. I'm urging people to speak out and speak out strongly. What difference would it make at this point? Yeah, no, I mean, maybe like a 12%, 13% difference. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a smaller pool of people, so it's easier to say that. Yeah. That's, that's true,
0: yeah. It really wouldn't matter at all then. I have very few Republican friends left on Facebook for yeah, obvious probably reasons. obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I, I unfriend people very, very rarely. Like, you have to be a world-class asshole for me to unfriend you on Facebook. But a lot of my Republican friends or religious friends will do so just because we disagree on one yeah. on one point, And because they have nothing to back up their opinions. So because they can't defend the shitty opinions that they have, rather than try to address them if I have any questions, they just unfriend me. So.
1: And the fact that you have a lot of people that are friends that will come and instantly post against them probably too.
0: Yeah, I guess that's a big part of it. But, but I mean, either way, if you have a, if you have a solid position that you can back up with good evidence, you shouldn't be afraid of any of yeah. that, right? Yeah. Like I would be happy to walk into any Christian church and ask or answer any questions that they have about me being an atheist and why, because My position is correct. You know, I I have good evidence to back up the things that I believe. And if I don't have good evidence for it, then I stop believing it, which is something that you don't find among many Republicans or religious people. So
2: even a lot of Hillary supporters I'm seeing.
0: So but but, you know, I've gone out and the few conservative or Republican friends that I have, I've noticed there they don't even mention politics these days. You know, on their timeline, there's nothing at all whatsoever to do with any politics of any sort. There's no mention of Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, nothing. It's just completely
1: absent. They're probably as disgusted as we are with the Republican Party right I now. would
0: hope so, but then I would also hope that they would talk about how disgusted they are with the entire thing, yeah. right? Not that they would just ignore it and hope that it fucking goes away, but that they would address it and say... This is the party I love and it's and the ideals that horrible. I that I believe in are being shit on by the people that are currently running for the Republican primary.
2: Too dogmatic.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. They're too dogmatic. They can't they can't separate what they want to happen mm-hmm. with what is actually happening with with what is actually happening in their party. And and that's sad and it it's I mean it's it's not completely unexpected.
1: Well, I mean they got to realize the only people that are going to be able to change their own party are them. True. Yeah. I
0: mean, change comes from within yeah. for, for the political process. I mean, it's, it, it, it can come from without also because Unless you have, you have outside Jesus. pressure, you know, pointing out all of the shitty things that yeah. you're doing. But these people that are, you know, professed Republicans aren't mentioning anything about the, uh, anything, aren't mentioning anything about the primary yeah. race at all. They don't talk about the debates. They don't talk about any of the candidates. It's all pictures of what's going on in their lives lately, and they're completely ignoring the whole process. And then, you know, I do have a couple other, you know, be- because I was born and raised here in Utah, mm-hmm. and most of my family's here. Most of my family is LDS, and therefore conservative for... Obvious reasons. <laughs> uh, yeah. Obvious, but weird reasons to me, anyway, that they're, they're all conservative because that's kind of what's preached from mm-hmm. the pulpit every Sunday. And... Even most of them, whenever they do talk about politics, it's to say that they are sad about it. Yeah. You know, but, but those are very, very rare and few and far between. But any of my friends who are uh, non believers who are also Republican, they just, they've complete, they're completely silent on the whole thing right now. They haven't mentioned anything. And I w- I've actively been going out and looking to see if anybody's making insane. any posts or saying anything about yeah. it just so I can see the reasons why they would believe one thing or another or support one candidate over another. And they're all just completely silent about it.
1: Yeah. I was actually waiting yeah. for the ultra-conservative right-wing Christians to go crazy after Spotlight won the best – uh Film during the Oscars. Yes. I was waiting
0: for it, and it didn't happen. Well, I'm waiting to see what Bill Donahue says about these latest revelations in Pennsylvania about oh. about all of the new kitty diddlers yeah. that have been exposed. Oh, yeah. I mean, how, how will he blame this on the victims this time? Probably by lying to himself. Bill Donahue is just the world's... He's, he's not the world's biggest asshole, but he's definitely oh, he's
2: a huge in the top ten. What else you got, Matthew.
1: I got a, I got a funny one we could talk about real quick. Okay. Well, my last one was supposed to be funny, but you guys weren't paying Mine's, attention. Oh, <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> go ahead. Well, no, it's good.
2: Or, or, or yeah, that's that's also possible. <laughs> Maybe you were paying attention, and I just
1: this this brings it a little local. But yeah. the Mormon Church, someone at BYU decided that people go out on Amazon. And rate the uh the Book of Mormon five stars. Oh yeah, G- oh, give yes. the Book of Mormon five stars on Amazon. They wanted people to go out there and and bear their testimony on on Amazon and give reviews. And a lot of people did come out to give reviews. Not all five stars, but I got one review here that is a five star review that I think is a stellar review of the Book of Mormon. Let's hear it. All right. This title, this one is entitled, You Won't Find a More Sophisticated Blend of uh, Frontier Fiction and 19th Century Methodist Theology. (laughs) Posted March 1st, 2016. Follow a a brave band of courageous seafaring Israelites from 600 BC as they escaped Jerusalem. Rescue transcripts of Isaiah that were not even written yet. Anachronism. Yes. And cross the ocean to a land in America. You'll be dazzled by their uh, advanced modern Christian theology and their access to metallurgy, crops, and livestock that would not exist in America until the Spaniards came. Follow as long as they fight for a 100 years with the dark-skinned rivals who were cursed by God (laughs) using their amazing biodegradable... Dis- disappearing seals steel swords and breastplates. You will thrill with the suspense... Biodegradable steel. <laughs> <laughs> you will thrill with the suspense as white American Jesus visits them and recites verbatim <laughs> portions of Matthew from the King-, King James translation of the future. Your heart will break as these massive civilizations come to an end and disappear from the archaeology and genealogical record without any traces. Now this also has a few other people that reviewed it or cited like you know in a normal book in the back people who give their their citations like oh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the journals and whatever. Uh riveting says paint dry paint drying watchers qu- uh, quarterly. <laughs> uh, the KKK says it's morally empowering. <laughs> logically unassailable says ancient aliens guy. And Ben carson logically unassailable <laughs> says the ancient aliens guy. Giorgio Tsoukalos And Ben Carson says, it's historically proven. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly. So people are going out and having a field day on Amazon right now, giving ratings to the Book of Mormon. Just like BYU wanted them to. (laughs) I actually went out and Uh, wrote my own review of the book. Is that what you're looking for right now? Yeah, I'm trying to... But so many people have been doing it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm.
2: I'm trying to find. I like review that. I here. like that one. Uh, Boring, racist. One star.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one star. The ravings of a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm trying to find my review here. And or i I just saw one that said unnecessary sequel. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Native Americans are not Jews. <laughs> one star.
0: <laughs> Pure. Oh, I hate. I, I hate when I see stuff like this. Someone has written, has oh, rated yeah. it as one, one star, star and then said pure, pure garage. garage.
1: Pure garage. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they meant to say garbage. I bet he has the, <laughs> the, the garbage band app on his iPad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Joseph and his racist magical book.
1: <laughs> there are just so many reviews oh, yeah. out here now. Yeah. I'm trying to find. Like literally, I looked at it yesterday. It was like 900 reviews. Today there's well over a <laughs> thousand.
2: Chloroform in print. Of course, and that's, people a, are that's probably- a Mark Twain quote, but
0: yeah. So my review of the Book of Mormon is as follows. One star titled, as if the Bible wasn't weird enough already. Why is mm-hmm. it jo- why is Joseph Smith listed as the author of this book? Because if you go out and look mm-hmm. on Amazon, it's said that the book is authored by Joseph Smith. Yeah. So, so my review starts with, why is Joseph Smith listed as the author of this book? I thought the LDS church was trying to move away from that. The earliest copies of the Book of Mormon said they were written by Joseph Smith, but later copies say they are, quote, translated, unquote, by Joseph Smith. Yeah. While we're on the subject of translation, what kind of moron living in the 19th century translates something into 16th century English? Mm -hmm. How many translators do you know who would translate what someone else is saying like that? Is this type of buffoonery limited to only charlatans who translate text on golden plates via magic stones in a hat into which they then put their face to see the words glowing on the stones? Yes. If there's anything that is, quote, tight like unto a dish, end quote, it is Mark Twain's overly kind <laughs> review of the Book of Mormon. Nice. Quote, the book is a curiosity to me. It is such a pretentious affair and yet so slow, so creepy, such an insipid mess of inspiration. It is chloroform in print, mm-hmm. which has always been my favorite review of the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Like Thank you. I thought the, that was good. I like the, the whole the... translation thing has always puzzled me. Well, I mean, like, seriously, if, if you go to the UN, how many people, <laughs> how many people translating whatever any of the speakers are saying from various countries into whatever language you're listening to right. would be translating it into the 16th century version of that?
1: That's fucking stupid. Yeah. It would be funny to hear, though. There's a lot of they's and thy's and thou's and we don't. And why does God ever speak in
0: that language like that anyway? Because like, that's how right. Shakespeare
1: did it.
2: Well, and Mormons still pray that way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: it's the king's English. Yeah.
2: That's It's because they think that the King's J- King James Version is the best mm-hmm. version of the Bible. So they think, oh, that's Ridiculous. how God speaks.
1: Ridiculous fucking nonsense. But then he got would be like, oh, you got the King James version? That ain't the real version. It's and the NIV version. It is one NIV of the, the worst like, translations. Oh, you got the NIV version? That ain't the real version. It's the New American Translation version that's yeah. the best. Well, which fucking Bible do you want me to get? I remember when I was
0: 18... Yeah, I was 18 years old. Whoa, you do?
2: Yeah. Oh, cool. And cool, man. My,
0: and my, <laughs> my father had... Booted me out of the house because I had one too many wild parties at the house while he was off Woo-hoo! gallivanting with various f- females who the who he then chose to marry and later divorce. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he came home one day and I had wrecked the place by having a giant house party. Anyway, <laughs> it was after he had kicked me out of the house and I was staying at a at a friend's house who I had no idea was religious whatsoever and. Uh was staying with him and some somehow we got on the topic of talking about the Bible and I just mentioned something about oh the King James Version and he said, No, I don't believe in that garbage. Who the fuck would who the fuck <laughs> would follow uh I can't believe what he said or I can't remember exactly what he said about King James, so like a like a rapist or murderer or some shit like that. I'm a Catholic, we don't use the King James Version. And I was like, okay, I don't really know what you're talking about. Cause, you know, I was 18 years old. I had, I had been raised LDS, which is, you know, the King James version is what they use. I didn't, yeah. at the time, I didn't really even know there were different several versions. different versions available. Yeah, right.
2: right. So who in their right mind would believe that kind of garage? That, that's
0: just one thing that sticks out to me, like years later, uh, that, you know, he was so offended that, that I would even suggest that he uses the King James version.
1: Hmm. Well, even on, uh, Fuck the, the other podcast where the guy was debating him on whether the Bible was had any contradictions in it on dogma debate. I, yeah, I listened to that the other day, and the guy yeah. even starts off like, "Well, what what version are we using?" And the guy's like, "I can't remember what version he used." Yeah, like, David well, asked the yeah. David asked the guy, "What version of the Bible do you he, use?" He's like, "Well, I believe this version is the most true and accurate version to Jesus Christ." It's like, well, that's once again, that's up to your interpretation. Yeah, of well, the and, Bible. and
0: David just kind of brushed it off and said, "Well." We know that it's not the, the best translation, but oh, yeah. moving on. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he he gave the guy a lot of leeway in that. He didn't uh, go he did. after him at all, really. He kept it he kept it very civil, which I don't know if that was part of the agreement. He, he did keep well, it civil. Yeah. I
0: mean, David, he, he does give people a lot of leeway when he has them on there because he wants it to be a productive to, conversation. Yeah, yeah he wants to try them. to have a productive conversation with them, and he doesn't want them to shut down, so. He gives them a lot of leeway whenever he has guests on the show who are religious and he's, and he's debating them and lets them get away with a lot of things that. Where you could
1: easily call bullshit on it.
5: Yeah.
0: And, and he, he tries a little bit, but then it gets to the point where it's just like, okay, we're not going to agree on this. Let's move on to something yeah, else. And, yeah. and he'll bring up other things. But I know a lot of people who are very, very firebrandy, uh, have, have a lot of problems with dogma debate. I know Matt has, has a lot of problems with dogma debate. I, I I have
2: some problems. Yeah,
0: I debate. I like dogma debate and I appreciate the things David does because mm-hmm. how many other atheist podcasts can you listen to where you can hear an actual viewpoint from a Christian and, and an extended interview and segment with somebody who has a, a strong and professed religious belief who's willing to come on an atheist show and talk about it and have David point out all of the holes in it and everything, but do so in a way that. Doesn't completely alienate the person yeah. to where they shut down and it just turns into a shouting match back and forth where they're talking, you know, past each other. That's the good. That's thing. what. I, that's what I like about. Donald. Yeah, not, not I my think, style.
2: I'm not interested yeah. in that at all. I think. I think religion needs to be relegated to where it deserves to be, and it's a total embarrassment to even admit it in public that you believe in such bullshit.
0: And I, I totally agree. But I do like to hear other people's perspective on it, and yeah. it's
2: it's very rare
0: that. You know, unless I go out and watch fucking Christian Broadcasting Network or the Fortune 500 Club or some shit like that where it's only a theist's voice out extremely there one-sided. that I can hear what Christians really believe about anything, right? So I like that. I, think, I like, I like, mm-hmm. I like hearing the contrasting opinions and having David point out the holes in their logic and, and have them try to defend That's it, it. Mm-hmm. and, and have it still be respectful and, and a way that they can communicate back and forth without it just turning into a shouting match where nobody's really, where it's completely
1: unproductive. He's able sure. to challenge them in a very civil matter.
2: Yeah. And I, yeah, I I have, I have a couple of other small little things, but overall, I think it's a good show. And yeah. I think you mean, I think you meant the 700 club. Oh, what did I say? The fortune 500 club. <laughs> did I, <roll?
1: laughs> I didn't even catch that. I did. Yeah, I did thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I did mean the 700
4: club. Uh,
0: yeah. I, yeah. Any of the, any of the religious, you know, just dedicated religious broadcasting mm-hmm. garbage. Yeah. I can't stand to watch because it's it's only their perspective, and it's and because they know that they're not going to be challenged on anything. It's all of these wild, fucking ridiculous right. way. I mean, yeah, right. of course, re- religion is ridiculous anyway, but it's a whole other level of ridiculous whenever you watch something that is just dedicated to professing someone's religious belief. So I, that's why I like listening to dogma debate whenever they and and those are my favorite episodes actually when they have. Uh, somebody of whatever religious belief on there and are talking mm-hmm. to them. Those are those are my favorite episodes. I
2: I like Lydia.
0: She's awesome. Those, those she's are been gone episodes. for so long because of I the know. baby, but yeah,
2: she's she's really, really good. When they talk about abortion or feminism. Oh, she gets super fire brandy, yeah. <laughs> she gets <laughs>
0: I know. she gets very I like upset about some things. <laughs> there was there was one episode, I think it was one of the last episodes she was on before she went on hiatus for the baby where they were talking about abortion and you could tell she was just like like in my mind's eye, I was picturing her just bouncing in her seat, ready to lunge, lunge across the table and strangle whoever the fuck was there. Yeah. And yeah.
2: It was, it was really good. I think probably my favorite part of Dogma to Bait is why does Kolaveri, Very Kolaveri do I really dig that song, man. <laughs> it's so catchy. It gets catchy. in my
0: head so much. I yeah. know. Yeah. That, that song is really, really catchy. I, Fuck, I I downloaded it and I've probably listened I to know. it a hundred times now because...
2: It's good. It's a I like, very and, fun, I, catchy tune. And the music video is good, too. Yeah. Yeah, I like a lot. What else you got for us? I have two more things that, okay. are, that are written, s- apparently not humorous, satirical articles that I have. <laughs> Satirical-ish. <laughs> do, they, do they have the Matt Slant? Yes. I have Cruz versus Trump or Glenn Beck. Ooh. Or we could do both. Let's do both. Which one first?
0: Let's do Glenn Beck first. Okay, you like it, the Glenn Beck? No, I really don't. I just want to get him out of the way.
2: <laughs> After it was widely reported Wednesday that Glenn Beck said that he believed God let Anton and Scalia die to help Ted Cruz win the presidency, the radio shows radio show host pushed back against the negative coverage
0: because that's the only way God can clearly communicate something is to fucking kill somebody, <laughs>
2: right? <laughs> Uh, quote, apparently the mainstream media is reporting that I said God killed Scalia to help Ted Cruz. That's what you said. Outrageous. You can find it. Yeah. Beck said in a Facebook post. Beck argued that what he actually said was, quote, perhaps God allowed Scalia to die at this time to wake America up to how close we are to the loss of our freedom. And the difference there is what? But he didn't back away from the idea that God actively intervened in regards to Scalia's death. In related news, those close to Glenn Beck have reported that it's outrageous to call Beck crazy when it's (laughs) obvious he's actually insane. Beck said, quote, I happen to believe in divine providence. Americans historically have. Maybe you do not. That is your choice. And I do not mock you for not. Editor note, Exhibit A in clip. In a clip from Tuesday, December 17th, 2013, edition of the Kyle Kalinsky Show, Glenn openly mocks non-believers for the American Atheist billboard about Christmas. Back to Beck. Yeah. (laughs) Why mock me for believing in in a traditional view of God? Despite his long career in providing his controversial opinions of hot topics, he stuck by his, quote, stumper of a rhetorical question and failed to comment when he appeared surprised to receive answers like... Because believing in a traditional view of God is stupid. <laughs> Beck concluded. <Sorry. laughs> I, was, I was pouring my drink into my I other know. glass here. That was, that was pretty good. Beck concluded that the event is in the hand of God. Beck declined to explain why God only uses one hand for, quote, events. His, his other hand is busy. Nor did he comment Mastry. about why God needs to use a hand at all. Experts in Beck's inner circle suspect this is one of the statements meant to be taken figuratively or as metaphor, or it may even be allegory for something, but they won't know which until after they've had time to determine which will benefit him most. (laughs) No matter how the press wants to twist my words or meaning, I stand by, we need to be awakened. Cross check. Beck's original post was, quote, God let Scalia die to help Ted Cruz. By the time this statement got back to Mr. Beck, the lamestream media had twisted it into, God killed Scalia to help Ted Cruz. (laughs) (laughs) Beck has long been touted for his unbiased and emotion-free reporting while maintaining maintaining a high integrity by ignoring nearly all of his naysayers. But with such a clear misinterpretation of words in this instance, it's little wonder he's upset about this one.
0: He is just getting more and more crazy all the time.
2: Yeah, he's out of his fucking mind.
0: I mean, he used to say that he was just an entertainer and you know, the things I say are yeah. hyperbolic and yeah. blah blah. Now he's
2: he's just he's all in, man. He's he's all in fucking nuts. He's always been all in. It's just now that he you know, he doesn't have to couch it. Yeah. He's unchecked
0: because he doesn't have a corporate sponsor or. Right. Yeah. Well, he has corporate sponsors, well, but he's not on a major news
1: network. That, but he's got yeah. his own like fucking TV station on like this or whatever is. it is. Yeah. Is yeah. it on all of them or is it just one of the. Oh. Is what on all of them. Like, is it on, like, Dish and Comcast or Xfinity? I have no
0: idea because I don't follow Glenn Beck. All I
1: know is I saw it at I work. mock him whenever I see the bullshit that yeah. he does. But Because we, we got Dish at work and I saw it on there. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't remember if I've ever seen it on my TV at home.
0: <laughs> they have the Blaze Network on Dish? Yeah. One more reason I'm glad I have DirecTV.
1: Though it may it's, be on there and I don't know. It might be. It's, right around, it's in, right, right around Fox News. You got, like, Fox News, then Blaze. They, they, they couple them right together. Yeah, I don't watch Fox News either. I watch Fox News Sunday. Yeah. I, I will. That's about it. When there's a major event going on or during politics, uh-huh. during, like, the, uh, the primary stuff, I'll flip back and forth and just to see how contrasted it is between, like, CNN and Fox and MSNBC and Fox. And, like, wow. Well, Same story, saying. two different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, I got you. All
0: right. One more. Cruz and Trump, or did you have something?
1: I I, I got one more that we could do really quick. Okay. It's on the level of motherfucking crazy and sad... And crazy sad <laughs> must have something to do with the Republican Party,
2: but no. How much? Or how much Catholics? Of a, how much of a percentage
1: of kind sad of. to crazy? <laughs> I'm going. This is a little more. the The person is crazy. Based on the
0: people who would have an opinion one way or another, just not the whole population. But that skews it, though. You can't
1: really. <laughs> well, I'll read the headline to you, and I'll let you <laughs> let let you figure out for yourself. Okay.
4: Creationist. Okay.
7: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I don't know why I turned into Little (laughs) John. Cause you got your drink in your hand.
7: Okay.
1: (laughs) Creationist who thinks Obama was a gay prostitute poised to join the Texas Board of Education. Oh, I saw the headline for this earlier today. And if we know anything about the Texas Board of Education is that they have a lot of power for what all the rest of the U.S. gets as far as fucking And they're all very, material. very,
0: very intelligent and skeptical. <laughs> right. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: So the book, Woman Who Believes in the New World Order Conspiracy Theory and that President Obama worked as a gay prostitute could soon win the seat on the Texas State Board of Educations. <laughs> where does, where does she figure that he was a gay prostitute? Uh, he, maybe she ran into him and she, he in went to Chicago her. because yeah. everybody
0: from Chicago is a gay prostitute.
1: Hey, my brother lives in Chicago. He was a quote, community organizer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. That's what it is. <laughs> uh. But Mary Lou Bruner <laughs> fell just two points short of gaining the 50% needed to uh, avoid a runoff. <laughs> Bruner, who claims to be a retired teacher who holds a master's in special education, believes sexual education material stimulates children to experiment with sex and that the United Nations has a plan to wipe out two-thirds of the world's population.
0: She's fucking stupid. Sounds like yep. she
1: gave 50% too short to make it to the retarded level of IQ oh, as well. much. God. According to the Chronicle, Bruner has deleted most of the Facebook posts with, with, uh, <laughs> questionable content, but not before Gawker and others could collect screenshots of them. Many of them can be searched on Google. Apparently, this is one quote. Obama has a soft spot for homosexuals because of the years he spent as a male prostitute in his twenties. I thought he would have had a hard spot for homosexuals. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> she also says that this is how he paid for his drugs.
2: What? Oh, really? Yes. <laughs>
1: Wow. Which uh, drugs are those? I don't know. I'm not 100% positive. He's, Was he injecting the marijuanas? I, oh, it's a little rough
0: going
2: in. <laughs> he's he's mainlining marijuanas.
0: <laughs> well,
1: hey, it's, uh, it's
2: hard to avoid it when you grow up in Honolulu, Kenya.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but then she's also quoted as saying on her Facebook, Just think about how much money the government has wasted educating the people about the government hoax, which officially called itself global warming. Government later changed the name to climate change because government Uh, lies uh, and our predictions did not come true and that people were becoming very suspicious because it wasn't getting warmer. They changed it because of ignorant plebs like her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that it actually made it worse because of statements like that. Oh, yeah. wait. This is a better statement from her right now. I don't oh. want to hear
2: a better statement from her.
1: <laughs> the dinosaurs on the Ark may have been babies and not able to reproduce. What? It might make sense to take the small That's dinosaurs the onto the Ark instead of the ones that were as big as a bus. Yeah, the Catholic dinosaurs have still tried to reproduce. <laughs> yeah.
2: There wasn't even enough room for the mammals we're aware of, let alone adding baby dinosaurs, baby dinosaurs. which are the size
1: of elephants. <laughs> that couldn't reproduce. Now, baby dinosaurs might not have been able to reproduce, but a baby dinosaurs grown to big dinosaurs, and big dinosaurs like the fuck.
0: Well, you you mentioned the, the dinosaurs. I I don't know why. I just said that like my old father dinosaurs. <laughs> the old dinosaurs. <laughs> he, he was from Bogalusa, Louisiana, and he would throw Zs into yeah, know, dinosaurs. The, the dinosaurs the from Russia. I had posted something out on our page and we got a Christian troll. So the the post that I had made out on our uh Facebook page for the Godless Revolution was was in reference to a story on space.com with the title of Giant Crater Found Tied to Worst Mass Extinction
1: Ever. And the science behind this is actually pretty cool. I saw some more stuff on it. Yeah,
0: that. it's it's super cool, right? So and and my comment when I made the original post was that Godfellow is such a crafty character planting dinosaur bones and even making giant craters which perfectly match scientific understanding of mass extinction events yep i have to wonder though why create all of these lies and go through all of the trouble of deliberately mi- why go through all the trouble to deliberately mislead us puny humans we who are supposed to be his most cherished creation mhm and we had some religious fellow come along and make a comment that says the bible doesn't deny the existence His comment in full is, the Bible doesn't deny the existence, dinosaurs. (laughs) I think he missed a a word. uh... So I tried to correct him and missed that he forgot the word of. Yeah. And I just typed out the correct spelling of existence and then said, the timeline of Earth's creation and existence as laid out in the Bible absolutely precludes the existence of dinosaurs before human beings. Yep. And his reply that I am just now reading says,
2: Bible mentioned
0: dinosaurs.
2: (laughs) Sorry, that was his first sentence. It is, it is his three (laughs) words. That's exactly how he typed it too. Bible
0: mentions dinosaurs. No
2: prepositions at all.
0: (laughs) Behemoth has the following attributes according to Job 40 verses, verses 15 to 24. It eats. (laughs) Jesus Christ. This is hilarious. Yeah. It. Eats grass like an ox. Okay, so no predatory dinosaurs. Okay, next, it moves his tail like a
2: cedar. In Hebrew, this literally reads, "He lets hang his tail like a cedar." Okay, which means what? Okay, so what do we what do we have so far though? Based on this, it eats grass like an ox. Okay,
1: so it's an herbivore of some kind. I already got my my guess of what animal this is.
2: It, so, do, so the deer and it, yeah. yeah, yeah, any herbivore. Yeah. But we got to yeah. go with a
1: big herbivore. No, not not
2: yet. Well, behemoth. I'm no. I'm just saying, based on what he's saying, this thing says, yeah. let's follow it to what it to what it leads to. Yeah, eats grass like an ox, so it's an okay. herbivore. Moves its tail like a cedar. Does anyone know what that means? No, like a cedar tree. I, no, I no, no, I have no idea. Fucking he, clue. He what lets that means. hang his tail like a cedar. I got no clue what that means. Okay, so undetermined. Like a cedar tree, it must be big. It's a big tail. I think that's a leap. Sure, or we could, you know. Okay, so we'll wait on that. So it's an herbivore. Its bones are like beams of bronze. So hard bones, solid bones. So it doesn't solid. fly. No, because birds have hollow bones. So solid bones, it's its big bones. bones are like beams of bronze. Okay, solid bones eats grass.
0: His ribs like bars of iron. Big ribs, solid bones eats grass. Like bars of you can have small bars of iron. Yeah, true. But salt, sol- I would yeah. guess, solid maybe or strong. Sure. He is the first of the ways of God. Nonsense. Which, again, precludes human beings being around before anything else. Right. Uh He lies under the lotus
2: trees. Okay, so lotus trees are not a thing. In a covert of reeds and marsh. Okay, so it's small. Because lotus flowers are, are like bushes. They're small. So it's a small herbivore with solid bones that sleeps under bushes.
0: And Leviathan is ferocious and terrifying. Many references. We have not listed them all. So this guy just fucking copied and pasted from something. Yeah. Referred to the sea. So Leviathan is probably a sea creature. So he goes from behemoth to Leviathan.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the, the behemoth. Neither of which are fucking dinosaurs. No. The, 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 the behemoth could be, you know, know what my guess is. And what? A fucking hippopotamus. I don't think a hippopotamus can fit under a lotus. I uh, want not? They're not a hippopotamus for Christmas. A lotus, a lotus is like tiny. It's a not, tree. It's like a bush, dude. I don't know. I hear tree. I
1: think bigger than that. I think of that as a bush. Yeah, but it <laughs> says specifically lotus. So I'm going off. What that. about the bonsai tree? Those are tiny. True, but you can make them big. Although some Bibles
0: refer to Leviathan as an alligator or crocodile, and both of these are fierce. Neither of these is a sea creature. Except for the saltwater crocodile. They like the water, but they spend much of their time on land. Further, Some of their time. The question, who can open the doors of his face, implies that nobody can open Leviathan's jaws. This guy has no fucking
2: idea what he's talking about.
1: Uh, I, yeah, I have that's to- a lotus tree.
0: I have to I have oh, to okay. question so his... it is
2: a little it's more like a it's like a fruit tree, it's like a cherry tree. Yeah. With really bright with really bright flowers on it. Okay. Hippopotamus is fine. But does that have a tail like a cedar?
0: Well we don't even know what that means. Yeah, really we don't means. know what that means. Yeah. This guy oh this is gonna be I'm a, I will have a lot of fun replying to this guy <laughs> later. So yeah. Richard Hoffman on the post that I made. You on... See, but you see
1: on the bottom where it says it can it, it lives it's it likes the water and can open its mouth like a door. Uh-huh. Fucking, I've hit upon him big fucking open mouth, and they open their mouth. It's almost like a fucking 90 degree, like 180 degree mouth opening. Like, like a door. Fuckers. Like a door. A thing opens <laughs> wide.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't even give him that much. I would make him explain that shit, because it's... So this is a post I made on the Godless Revolution
0: page on February 17th at 2.58 p.m., and I will have a lot of fun replying to Mr. Richard Hoffman, because I... I don't like to make general statements about Christians to say that they're all stupid or anything like that, because clearly not all of them are. Matt was a Christian. I was a christian I wasn't. Sort of for a little while. And there are some very intelligent people who say I'm, that they are
2: Christian. I'm but fine to say that I'm a dumb asshole, but you guy, <laughs>
0: This guy is – I mean, he can't even come up with his own arguments. He's clearly copied and pasted this from somewhere else. And this somewhere else is equally – as stupid as he
2: is well mm-hmm. but the, the thing is we have two or actually this is probably more intelligent than he it is, is because was, he couldn't even come up with his own argument i was not, o- not only that but we have two examples of when he wrote his own statements and it was the bible doesn't deny the existence dinosaurs <laughs> and then <laughs> bible mentions dinosaurs yeah the Those bible are his
1: two original thoughts <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the bible so. doesn't mention dinosaurs no, no. it doesn't it, does it does not, not absolutely ever. No, it does not
0: no, you can, I mean, you can say behemoth and leviathan, right? But what the fuck but are that those?
1: That doesn't mean, that doesn't say dinosaur.
0: Why, yeah, why would they use specifically the words
2: behemoth and leviathan? Well,
1: because we didn't, we didn't know. Versus
0: that. dinosaurs. Right.
2: And, and, and you can come up with multiple different interpretations for what those means. We did
1: just now. What well, yeah. you remember I played that song for you guys in the past where there's that crazy creationist that has a song that says, in the Bible, there's a behemoth. Yes, behemoth is a dinosaur. He got sang this song to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would Maybe just, he's the
2: guy who sings the song. I don't know. I think I think my first. I'm I'm probably gonna go find this and and add my two cents every okay. for a while. Yes, please I, do. I would wonder if he's a young Earth creationist because if he is, then he's fucking shit out. I mean, there's no possible way.
0: Yeah, there's just yeah, not this- enough time yeah they're like um, well, we went through and it's uh, I mean he says right in here uh where was it again uh, da, 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 da. And like what where I, I, I would yeah. almost
1: add that it doesn't matter if the Bible mentions dinosaurs or not. We know they fucking existed, right, but that's well, not a fucking dinosaur being mentioned in the Bible right there
2: no or 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 it could be, but it's just not clear enough to know yeah which one the the best the best you're left with with what he's saying is indeterminate and
1: the thing is is what this thing about that lotus tree? Even though that lotus tree is a, a decent-sized tree that most mammals could sit underneath, the fucking yeah. giant dinosaur was oh, not fit in. Underneath oh yeah, that. the
0: the part here where it says he is the first of the ways of God. So, does the Bible have it wrong that man was not created before any other creature?
1: I thought it depended mm. on which which one you read. I, no. thought, I thought Genesis had.
0: Well, well, Genesis has it you know flips. the different books of Genesis has varying accounts of yeah. what came first, but. In nowhere does it say that anything was created as far as a, a living creature. Creature, it was always humans it first. It was always humans first. So yeah, I mean, his, his own fucking book contradicts itself here in Job
1: 40. And yeah. Why would the first thing God create be a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex with tiny arms? <laughs> well, well, and this, I mean, this makes the assumption that all dinosaurs are the same. Yeah. yeah.
0: All of them are the same. They all only eat grass. Well they're all
1: fucking ginormous. Before the fall of man and sin, they all ate grass. Yeah. Right. When and we, then we saddled they had them and we rode them one. and sure. we raped them. This
2: guy oh. But but we have we have clear evidence that dinosaurs killed and ate each other. Yes. So,
1: yeah. Well that I, was that was after sin.
2: No, but that's but that's before the Garden of Eden. Don't
4: forget
1: so. they also ate cavemen. When when Adam <laughs> would ride dinosaurs to his job at the Rock Quarry. Yes. Right. <laughs> we had them well trained and then Eve had to go eat that fucking fruit <laughs> and talking to that snake. So fucking it will bitch. I will
0: delight in having a conversation back and forth <laughs> with this young fellow. I, I went and looked uh. I went and looked at his profile earlier and it's like ah, he's into all kinds of there there were like Christian rock bands that he liked and Striper! he's very much into weightlifting. So is this officially our first fucking troll? I think we may have had
1: one prior,
0: but I can't be okay. entirely sure because I run into trolls here, every there. everywhere. Yeah,
1: <laughs> trolls here, trolls there, trolls everywhere.
0: Yeah. We also received some some news stories and comments from uh, Dave Morris and Jeff Lindell mm-hmm. that we will have to possibly cover in a future show that I that I really enjoy. Thank you guys so much for contributing and, and pointing these things out to us. I, I love when we get feedback from listeners. Uh, to let us know that you know
2: they're listening to the show and they're mm-hmm. they're interested in what we're talking about. <laughs> Speaking of, I love I love that Dave always throws some limey comment in there. I I, <laughs> well, I, I think that's after we mentioned know, limeys I, on the. Was it you or me or both or something? But I, we, we yeah did, we did throw that out there, <laughs> and uh, now we're never going to get the two skeptical chaps. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but Dave always throws some. So he does it in, in in good humor with a u yeah. N and an o both. Another view humor, from Limey Land. few more. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but he's, he's, he's good. He's a good dude.
0: Yeah. But, but thank you for, for reaching out to us and, and posting those out there. I love reading those articles, especially, uh, the, the funny ones. Those are my favorites. But if you like the show and enjoy it, go out to iTunes right now and rate the show. We'll wait. Don't rape it. Rape the
4: show.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, I cut you off. <laughs> give us a
0: one-star rating, please. Yeah, go out, go out, and give us a five-star rating. Write oh, a write a little stars, review yeah. of the show. We we've not received a, a rating of the show where somebody has actually taken the time to type something out and let us let us and other people know what they like about the show. In the future, I'm going to go through and look at some of our reviews on there and and play those on air so that everybody can. Hear what other people are saying, but please go out and rate the show. It helps other people find us and lets us know what we are doing right or wrong and yeah. and improve the show. So
2: Yeah, it makes it it makes it easier for people to find when they're trying to search on iTunes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's not just that we do this show for free, but but we do <laughs> we have also put a lot of time, money, and energy into the show. So it's it's at a negative, really, because we love doing it. Yeah. And we want to get it out there, and it's, you know, I mean, we do get a benefit from it. We have fun. Um, but, you know. Yeah, I have all, a great I, fucking time doing this, man. All, I really do. Yeah. But all we're saying is just, I hey, look forward just, to this all week long. When you go to click on download to get the new episode, just give us a fucking review. Give us a rating. Give us a review, please. That's all we're saying. <laughs> I mean, it's not
0: that it's not that big of a deal. And you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Revolution. You can Twitter our twatter at tgr podcast. You can give us a call and leave us a voicemail or send us a text message at three three zero eight one rebel. Oh, you can send us an email at godlessrevolution at gmail dot com. I think that's all of our contact stuff. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing
1: something. Well, we're missing the fact that this is episode ninety five. Yes, we got five episodes to one hundred. Yes. And we were thinking and talking before the show Oh, right! Thanks about for weather, yeah. possibility, or not possibility, we want you to call our line, leave us a voicemail, send whatever you want, and you can say whatever you want. We'll read it on air for our 100th episode.
0: Yeah, send us, send us an email, send us a text message, uh, tweet at us, leave us a voicemail, whatever, leave a comment on our Facebook page, let us know what you like about the show, some of the highlights, maybe. Uh, maybe list your favorite episode, why you liked it uh some of the things that you've liked we said some of the things that you thought we were total dicks about i would even like to read those online to let us yeah. know if if we need to improve in some area i would i would be happy to include your comments shout outs whatever on our 100th episode which will be coming up here very shortly yeah
1: or if you just want to put words in our mouth and make us say something that's completely fucking crazy
0: i am not above saying several things that may be degrading about myself but probably ryan
1: would be better I will say what, whatever you, whatever you write and submit, I will read on air and say it. Oh, whatever well, you write and submit. That that is that's, exciting. Knowing, that's knowing that it's coming from them. It's uh-huh. not going to be coming directly from me, uh-huh. but I will be the muse. I will say whatever you write. <laughs> I
2: am 10% of a rapist, but it's only make, out of a sample of one. So make, it's make me your vocal puppet
1: or make Ryan your vocal puppet. There you go. So that should be a benefit for you to write in. I may be dyslexic sometimes, but I can read comments. Then
0: then you'll be able to <laughs> save that little snippet and play it at your leisure whenever you'd like as comic relief for yourself. That'll there be a lot go. of fun. Uh, but no, do. Go out and give us a rating. Send us any feedback that you have. We'd love to hear from you. And we will chat at you all next week where I believe we'll be covering the Democratic debate.
1: Are next. we? Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah, next week we'll be doing the Democratic debate.
1: I can't wait till November.
0: That should be yeah. (laughs) That should be interesting after the Super Tuesday. We'll have to see how that all shakes out. There are two debates coming up. There's one tomorrow, there's also one on Sunday, so maybe we'll provide a quick recap of those as well. Anyhow, we will uh see you all next time. Or chat at you all next time. Have a good, godless week. Have fun everybody. Thanks for listening.
7: i play one mean guitar and then score at the bar there's a line of chicks waiting for their chance so come on now honey i'll make you feel pretty these other gals mean nothing to me let's finish these drinks and be gone for the night cause i'll Let's definitely not chiseled from stone. I'm a cheat and a liar, no woman's desire. I'll probably die cold and alone. But just give me a chance, cause deep down inside, I swear I got a big heart of gold. I'm a monogamous man, no more one-night stand. Come on!